0: The pandemic brought on huge demand for garden seeds. I'm Stephanie Hoff for the Midwest Farm Report. What this means is that seed producers have had to catch up to that demand. Nathan Zondag is the president and CEO of Jung Seed. He says they've been sitting pretty good in terms of seed supply. But if you're in search of a specific breed, you want to make sure you get that now.
1: So with seeds, what's happened is we've seen a huge increase in demand over the last couple of years. We're expecting that increase to keep going. At least through the next year, if not the next couple of years. So, what that means, as far as an industry as a whole, is that you are prob- we're probably going to start seeing some holes in the um, in the inventory, just as the growers have to start to catch up, because it does take a couple of years, you know, get everything, you know, get everything caught up. We are we personally are, are sitting in pretty good shape. With what we have in stock, we're a little bit, our inventory is a little bit low compared to what we would have wanted it to be. But all in all, we are we are sitting in good shape, I guess.
0: Is it a particular plant or variety that you're seeing holes, a the tighter big, supply?
1: Yeah, the biggest issues that we're having is anything that we have to import from, from overseas, so um we do get a lot of uh, I mean we get seeds from all over the world from Europe from China from India from uh Mexico uh, just all over the all over the planet so when we're we're supplying those we're doing a lot of that stuff a year or two in advance and with all of the issues with the supply chain, some of it's a little bit later than we want. Some of it we had to order more so that we could make sure that we had enough. And some of it isn't going to make it. Um, I'd say the biggest variety that, that we have that is going to be affected is probably tomatoes this year. That being said, we have um, we have some between all of our catalogs, between all of our businesses, we have about 600 varieties of tomatoes, and it's probably going to affect about 25 of those varieties. So it's not the majority by any stretch of the imagination. We still have, you know, 95 plus percent of the of the uh, uh, tomatoes that we would like to have. It's just a little bit more than we typically see as far as issues with bringing in seed.
0: Of course, right? It has to be the the plant that's easiest to can
1: <laughs> of of all the different kinds of types of tomato. There just may be, you know, if there's this very particular tomato that somebody has their heart set on, we might not have that particular tomato, but we probably have three other tomatoes that are very similar and will do, will do the same job that the one they're looking for will.
0: What about greenhouse supply? I, you know, in terms of, uh, you know, landscaping shrubs, uh, plants, fruit, even fruit trees. How, how is that looking?
1: So fruit trees is a crop that is on a three year cycle. So all of our fruit trees that we ordered have been on order for three years now. And so all of that is in pretty good shape. The issue we're probably going to see is in a couple of years, we're not going to we're probably going to be short on some of those varieties because a lot of the backstock that we had planned on having got sold through some of the fruiting shr- trees and shrubs that are on those longer cycles. Um, as far as greenhouse supply is concerned, I think the biggest thing that we've seen between last year into this year is, is an I- infrastructure issue. So we grow a lot of stuff ourselves. We have about uh, 10 acres of greenhouse space that we use for ourselves, but that's not enough space to cover everything that we sell through our garden centers and our catalogs. So what we do is we have growers from Wisconsin and also some growers in Michigan that grow plants for us. The issue we're having is uh, some of the growers in Michigan are no longer traveling to Wisconsin because of um, trucking issues and and different um, labor issues and things like that that are causing some problems with getting the product we need. Now, we have the benefit, like I said, that we do have a lot of growing greenhouse that we do ourselves. So we are trying to work here to find a plan to make sure that our garden centers have the product that we need, whereas if we didn't have that space, we maybe wouldn't have everything that we want for our garden centers this spring, so like tomato and pepper plants, petunias and calabracoa, and other annual flowers that, that we bring in from um, from other greenhouses. We maybe wouldn't have that this spring if we didn't have the, the uh, greenhouse space that we have ourselves. So we're, we're pretty lucky in that respect, that we have... The, um, we have the capability of being able to do some of that work ourselves um, because a lot of uh, a lot of the garden centers I'm guessing are probably going to run low on a lot of those gardening plants, the tomatoes, the peppers, the vet other vegetables the, and the uh, and the bedding plants like the petunias.
0: Do you recommend consumers purchase their seeds, purchase their fruit trees early?
1: I would say if you're looking for very specific varieties, the earlier you purchase them, the better. And that's kind of a, a good general rule. It's not just the last couple of years, but I would say that the last couple of years have shown that it's a little bit more important um, because, like I was saying, with the tomatoes, uh, tomato seeds, we're going we're gonna to have most of the seeds, but if you have a specific seed that you want, it may sell out faster this year than it has in the past. And if you don't order it in time, it may not be there and you'll have to order something else. Now, if you're the type of gardener who just wants to, you know, trial something and they don't really care what they're putting in or what type of apple tree or what type of what type of blueberry plant or what type of eggplant or what, whatever you're going to put in your yard or your garden this year, we'll still have plenty of plants to go around later in the season, you just might not be that one specific variety that you're looking
0: for. All right, good to know. And yeah, and if you're planning to plant fruit trees in your yard, this sounds like the year to do it in case we are seeing a tighter supply in the following years. I also want to ask you about like other supplies that, you know, that you need as a greenhouse. You need hoses, you need containers for your Potted plants, yep. and then you also, you know, keep your shop stocked with gadgets for the for your lawn and garden, and tools, and soils, and fertilizers. How has that been going?
1: So what I'll what I'll say is is 2021 was uh, was a bit of a circus for us because in 2020, you know, things were kind of already in process. So anything that we did have on order for 2020 was already. Either in house or soon to be in house when everything kind of started going crazy. Um, but for 2021, with all of the, I, I keep going back to the infrastructure issues, with all of the shipping delays and all of the um, uh, low, low inventory of products, you know, they weren't, ex- the people who were selling to us weren't expect- expecting the surge in sales that they've seen. And so there were just less products available and less ability to get them to you in a timely manner. So what we've done for this year is we've we have tried to, like we were talking about before, we've tried to order early. We've tried to bring stuff in ahead of time, where most years, you know, we want everything to get there in, you know, January, February, March. So we're not holding on to it for long periods of time. This year, we were trying to bring stuff in in August and September and October, and then holding it in our warehouse space so that we would have it for the customers. It costs us a little bit more because we had to buy it ahead of time and we had to pay for the extra labor at those times of years so when we don't usually have to pay for that labor. But what it's going to do is it's going to allow us to have product that we maybe couldn't have had if we didn't order ahead of time.
0: This is a story we're hearing across the state of Wisconsin, across the nation, agribusinesses having to stay on top of things, maybe do some extra steps uh, to make sure they have everything they need for their customers. You mentioned labor. I I do want to ask about your workforce. That's another challenge everyone's dealing with. How's workforce doing?
1: Right now, we are doing okay. But the issue that we have is we have about a workforce of about 100 people year round. And then in that, you know, that work for us, you know, throughout the calendar year. But once we hit January... We start bringing in people, and by the time we get to the end of March, we've brought in like another 250 to 300 people. So we have between 300 and 400 people working for us the months of March, April, and the first couple of weeks of May. We have been good with most of our full time employment. So those 100 people that work for us consistently, we've had good luck. It, um keeping people in those roles or filling those roles if we have to. We have a couple of spots that have been tricky, you know, specialized areas where, where, you know, maintenance people, for example. A good maintenance person is really difficult to come by, and right now they seem to be really in short supply. And so finding someone not only to, you know, interview and hire, but also to stick around has been a bit of a struggle. Um, but where the biggest struggle is going to come is when we hit – March 1, and we're really starting to ship out all of our plants, it's going to be finding those people who can come in and help us seasonally to ship out that product. And right now, we just don't know how that's going to go. So we are making some contingency plans, you know, starting to do a a second shift where we don't normally do a second shift to bring in some people who maybe want uh, an evening, you know, to work four or five hours in the evening after they've worked their their full-time job. And we've had a good luck with that last year and hoping to have good luck with it again this year. Hopefully we find enough people, but I'm not I'm not super confident that that's going to be the case this year.
0: You know, another question for you as we look ahead into the new year. I mean, what are the trends this year? What trends are going to continue from the pandemic? And the reason I'm asking this, you mentioned, you know, you've seen increase in demand, increase traffic, increase business because people are you know, maybe getting out to their gardens now that they've been working from home or they picked up new hobbies outdoors.
1: I'm expecting to see a lot of the same trends that we've seen the last two years. The interesting thing about the trend over the last two years is that typically when there is um, social or economic upheaval, what we see is a huge increase in fruiting shrubs and plants and, and vegetable seeds, not so much with the ornamental plants, the roses and the and the shade trees and um, different perennials that we sell. This last time, what we've seen is that there wasn't just an increase in the fruits and fruits and vegetables. We've seen a huge increase, kind of across the board, both for ornamental plants, fruit, fruiting plants, horticultural products, and pretty much everything we sell. So whether it's roses or, or fruit trees, um, bare root perennials or potted perennials, pretty much everything we sell has been on the uptick. And I'm expecting to see quite a bit of the same thing this year. In fact, the numbers that we have coming in so far have been pretty promising that we are going to see something similar to the last two years.
0: And your customer base is pretty wide, too. It's not limited to urban or rural or age.
1: I, I mean I think you've got that right, that we have a very wide customer base. Um that we have people who from you know retirement age to to um young families to people who are just, you know, getting out of college and wanting to, you know, start doing some of the uh some of the gardening themselves. Um what we've seen is a huge uptick in, in like house plant sales and things like that. And that, that hints at a much bigger you know younger base the house plants have been huge in a uh, in a younger demographic but we have also seen a big increase in orders that we've been receiving through the mail um, which is suggested that our the older customer base is still also going strong so i think what what i've noticed is not that we have lost any of our older customer base but what we're gaining is a younger customer base and so we're seeing a much more Um, a much more even um, demographic, not so much skewed to an older demographic, which was what we were skewing the past four or five years prior to to the pandemic hitting.
0: Why do you think that is? Why do you think that you're getting a younger demographic through the door that is purchasing vegetable, fruit crops, you know, other horticultural plants?
1: Well, I, I think it's a couple of things. One thing is that with everybody kind of being stuck at home, people were looking for things to do with their families. So you have you have these people with young kids or people with, you know, not so young kids looking for ways to beautify their home or grow their own vegetables. And so you have this group these groups of people who are coming in and, and starting gardening new maybe they gardened with their grandparents or maybe their parents garden when they were little but kind of fell out from that and now they're seem to be coming back and getting more families in the garden the other thing that i that i hear a lot about is that younger people seem to be a lot more concerned with with you know the environment and want to be more environmentally conscious they want plants in their home they they love they love being, you know, having that fresh air that comes with having, you know, five or 10 house plants in their apartment. Um so I think between, you know, the younger generation really coming to appreciate nature and plants more and then the people being stuck at home and wanting to find something to do, whether it's beautifying their home or spending time with their families having something to do outside, I think those are a couple of things that that we've seen over the last two years that have really increased our, uh, our customer demographic.
0: An overall positive message despite the supply chain challenges facing greenhouses and seed companies like Zhangseed. Again, that's Nathan Zondag. He's the president and CEO of Zhangseed. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Stephanie Hoff.